even though I don't deal with regular chinuch, but I put together a bunch of information that pertains to regular chinuch, so that way the people that are dealing with kids off the derech and in crisis can know that al-achas kama v'kama even more how this pertains to our kids who are in crisis, kids who want to die, kids who are chayli nefesh, and kids who are off the derech that need extreme kiruv. But everything that I'm going to say now is going to apply also to regular kids. So again, my purpose is not to start teaching about regular kids. I don't really do that. But if you have regular healthy kids at home, then this will help you as well, for them as well. Okay? So regular chinuch. Let's see what our G'daylam have been saying to us for a long time about how we should treat even our regular, normal, healthy kids. You'd be very surprised, by the way. Rav Shleim of Alba. He says, It is specifically avos, means parents, that link their children to the Holy Torah. So it is precisely according to the level of the deep connection between a parent and his children that determines how the children will follow in the path of Hashem. Let's go back. Two statements one is built on the other. It is dafka the avos that are makash from the banim l'tayra, l'tayra's kelchai, specifically the parents that are going to connect the child to tayra's kelchai. And if it's your connection as parents that connects the tayra to your child, so then it depends on how close you are to the child. If you're 100% davuk close, mamish the kesher is a deep kesher to your children, so then there's a much bigger channel for them to connect to the Torah. If you have a very weak relationship with your child, then their whole entire connection to Torah becomes weakened. Really, we can give a whole shear on this. Every time that you do something to weaken your relationship with your child, especially the children, they're six, they're seven, they're eight, they're nine years old, and their mom is just doing nourisher things, and they, they need regular chinuch, but you see some parents that ruin the relationship, a permanent damage that lowers the relationship between them and their child. Hello, they're going to be teenagers, they're going to be adults. You're damaging the system, the the tzinar, the pipeline between Hashem, between the Torah and your child, because it's going through you, and you're ruining it over... They didn't, again, they didn't listen to you, and again, their chutzpah, it's childish stuff. I'm not saying not to do chinuch, but you never touch the respirator. You're the respirator. You never give up the relationship. You never say, and, and you know this, we all know this, that some, some of your children, you have, they're naturally easier. You have a amok, you have a kesher ha'amok, a deep kesher with them. So the other ones that are more challenging or that remind you of your spouse or that have things that are difficult about them, so you really want them to have not a kesher amok with you and have less connection to Hashem? Because when they were children, they were difficult or because they gave you a run for their money. Now, I'm not saying that it's, that it's easy. I'm saying is that his point is, remember, it's the kesher between parents and their children that connects the children to Tyrus Kalchai, and therefore it's according to the kesher ha'amok, and therefore invest in all of your children, and making sure that you have a deep emotional connection. Whatever it's going to be. It's not about what you had. A lot of parents say, when I was a kid, my father never hugged me. Okay, but hugging your child is going to cause a kesher omok, a deep connection, then you have to do it. Anything that's going to work to create a deep connection, is, is, it's kind of like that tzinar, that pipe becomes wider. 
You know, for those people who have sewer pipes and things like that, right? You can have a 4-inch pipe, a 6-inch pipe, an 8-inch pipe, a 12-inch pipe. You want that sinner to be as big as possible so that way your child can be connected to Hashem, connected to the Teres Kelchai. Therefore, says Reb Volba, Chayovim Lishmar Alakesher. It is critical for parents to protect, to guard the natural connection between himself and his children. Make sure there is a natural connection. A child is naturally connected to the parents. Over time, they, they misbehave. The parents say, oh, I have to do chinuch. And in the name of chinuch, they can, they can remove the real connection that natural connection of the child, everyone usually has one kid that's like, mom, she's easy and so easy to love. So that kid, is it fair that they have, as a teenager and as an adult, more of a connection to the Torah? You have to make sure that every child, no matter what happens, you make sure that they don't become disconnected from you. This is Reb Shlem of Alba. Critical for parents to protect. And everybody's so worried about, I have to discipline, I have to discipline. I'm more worried, don't disconnect. I'd rather you give up a abyssal discipline not to ruin, not to, at one time you didn't, you didn't punish. But what about all the people that are so good at disciplining and they find themselves a few years later disconnected from their children? So was it worth it? If you work for me and you make a million dollars for me and you cause me two million dollars of damage, you're fired. So we have to understand there are so many people that are so interested in parenting and parenting and parenting, but at the end of the day, they are dis- their children are disconnected from them. Even 1%. That's Asur. You have to make sure that you don't, and this look his words, Chayovim Lishmar al You want to know what parenting is? Parenting is that in spite of whatever your child will do, you make sure to guard the Kesher, the connection between you. I don't care what he does, because if you let him disconnect, if the Kesha goes down, you lose the child's ability to connect to the Torah. There is nothing that damages the relationship between parents and children as much as when the parents use too much fear. So much parenting does so much damage. So many parents think, I want to be the king the king, I am the ruler. Uh, you will listen to me. Very nice. But Rav Meira, having too much fear in the house, is mekalkel. It destroys the relationship between parents and their children. Hayachas halavavi. The internal relationship. There are some kids, they, I love my parents so much. I miss them. I like being around them. That doesn't come if you're always disciplining and you're always being the one to criticize and put them down. It comes from all the beautiful moments you have together for being there. And and like he said before, watch it. Watch that. Imagine that you're in a hospital and this person is on a respirator. The respirator is plugged into the wall. Somebody's going to come in and say, hey, I need to charge my phone. You're going to say, watch out. No way. You have to protect that respirator. Nothing disconnects. There's plenty of chinuch you can do without disconnecting the respirator. And if you look at the chinuch books, you're never allowed to be angry. You're not allowed to do too much small daicha. Because the point of chinuch was never to disconnect. The point of chinuch was never, you never give up the pipeline for the temporary, I got to teach my kid to, to throw his socks in the laundry. That's never what chinuch was supposed to be about. And once you lose that relationship, then the chinuch doesn't help anyway. And you did much more damage than good. So chinuch is within 
the realm of understanding, I am not going to let that respirator plug get unplugged at all. And you could do plenty of chinuch still with a smile and still keeping the connection very, very, very close. Says Reb Shleim Levalba, when the children are young, the parents should worry. What should you worry about? That one day they're going to get smart, they're going to stand on their own two feet, so to speak. When children are young, parents must be very worried that the day will come when all of the negative interactions that the parents used from using fear and intimidation to control the household will add up and the children will revolt against their parents and disconnect from them. When he was three years old, he couldn't do anything. When you said, go to your room and you closed the door. When he was six years old, he couldn't fight you back. When you said, I don't care who started with who, and you're both not getting dessert. And it wasn't fair. All throughout their life, they couldn't fight back. The parents should worry. One day will come. This kid's going to get big enough, and it's going to all be added up inside of him. That rebellion that comes from the fact that the parents used the tools of fear and intimidation. Rav Shach. Rav Shach said, Hayoyim, today, it was about 25 years ago, Hayoyim mefachtim lasis li ahava. People are scared to give their kids love. You know, how many people, when you tell them about love, they think it's some American philosophy. Oh, psychology today, love, love, love. Rav Shach, people are scared to give their kids love. Ve'ein mevinim, and they don't understand. Kizehu hadavar hachashuv biyoyser. This is the most important thing for what? I thought he would say for the emotional stability of children. But listen to the words. Lechinoch hayeladim. You care about their chinoch? You're getting the best school? You're buying the nicest farm? You're getting the tutor? You know what is the davar hachashuv biyoyser lechinoch hayeladim? For the successful Yiddishkeit of your children? Lahanik lohem. Harbei chayim ba'ava, to give them a lot of warmth and love. So now we have a stira. On the one hand, Reb Shach says that you should give them a lot of warmth and love. On the other hand, now my kid at seven years old did something wrong, but you don't give up the harbei chayim ba'ava because of the temporary thing at that age. That in ten years from now they're not going to even remember, and and there's no long term. By the way, I just read in the book The Heart of Parenting, great great book on regular chinuch that I highly recommend from Rabbi Kestenbaum. Excellent book, very normal and sumzach. And he brings in there a story from Rabbi Yankel Bender. Rabbi Yankel Bender says a story that when, when he was a kid, Rabbi Yankel Kamenetsky came over to his house Friday night once, and his mother put out some nash, and one of the little kids, he thinks maybe it was him, crawled on the table and started taking the nash, and his mother started to give him musr, which I think everybody would do. You know, don't don't... Don't grab it. It's not for you. You go after the Rabbanim, etc. And Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky told her a lesson, chinuch lesson. You never rebuke your child for anything that they're not going to do anyway after their chasana. Most of the kids outgrow stuff. Most of the kids outgrow this bad behavior anyway. So parents go ahead and they take this thing that according to Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, you shouldn't even say anything about. And they blow it up so bad that the kid doesn't feel har bechayim va'ahava, which Ibshach said is the best thing for the chinuch So if you're really from and you really care about your children being successful, 
Harbe Choim Ba'ahava is the Dover HaChoshev B'Yoyser L'Chinuch HaYolodim. And think about it. Parents should be sitting and having a shear. How am I going to give my kids more love? How am I going to show them in this crazy world? Harbe Choim Warmth, Varmkeit, and Ava. How am I going to do it? That's what we should be sitting. Not how am I going to discipline my kid? How am I going to yell at my kid? How do I punish my kid? How do I show him how much he means to me? Every single one, because they're all different. Because that's the Dabra HaChoshev B'Yoyser for the child's chinuch. Shower them with warmth and love. The Gemara in Yivam Estav Kuvav Omar Aleph says that there was a machloikis in the Gemara between Abaya and Rav Papa. They were arguing it out. Mamash like two warriors, Right? Fighting back and forth, Abay and Rava, Abay and Rava, Abay and Rava. And then all of a sudden, one side lost. One side lost. You know, you know which side lost? Abaya. Because Abaya was a Yasum. Abaya had no parents. And it's very interesting. And he tells Rav Papa as follows. It seems to me that the reason why you won this battle, to Amiram talking, is because you have parents who care about you. In other words, I should have been able to battle with you. I should have been able to deal with this based on my level of learning and your level of learning. I should be able to deal with this. But you have something emotional that is allowing you to beat me in the base medrash, to have a sharper svara, to have a more of a, of a cheshik or whatever it was. I lost this battle. Rashi, Yivam, Mustaf, Kuvvav, Amad, Aleph. Kimiduma ani, sheyesh lecha av it seems to me that you have parents at home care about you and they're taking care of your needs every child has different needs and they're there for you they've taken care of your needs and that's why you're sharp you're sharp you're on the ball and I lost the fight with you can you imagine you would think love, eh, it's for weak people, it's for American kids. Tanoim, Amiram, they needed love. Love was important to them. Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich says, I can bear witness. He's saying, I can bear witness. I do a great deal of work with youngsters who have gone off the derech, and one sees clearly that the main cause of the youngsters abandoning their parents' way of life is because, why? Because their parents didn't respect them enough. Wow. The main need of the nefesh, the emotional need of a, of a teenager in our generation is what? You should understand him. He should feel understood and honor him. So guess what? It's very easy to understand your kid when he does everything right. He's saying though, when they're not doing things right, when they're doing the wrong thing, you want to prevent them from going off the derech. Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich is saying, a manig in Klal Yisrael, that he should feel that you understand him. So how, how does that work? They're doing something wrong. 
still he should feel. My parents understand me. Not my brother that's better than me. Not my sister that loves Hashem more and Davin's tefillah and whatever. Not my other brother who was the best in his class and not my other sister who was geo president. Those kids are easy. But you want to protect your kids? He says, I'm telling you, I know these kids. They're going off Mishum Shalei Kibdam Aviyam And I know personally a lot of kids because I know that trauma is really the thing that's causing these kids to go off. So how does it jive with what Ergum Leel says? Because I know parents who mamish had this great relationship with their kid. Their kids went through pain and trauma and they never went off the derech. They struggled. They had issues, but they never became that enemy of Hashem because the parents never allowed that to happen. They always had, even when they couldn't function properly, they had parents who understood them, believed in them, trusted them, and were mechabed them. Now hang on. Which word pops out over here? The first thing we spoke about was love. Okay, that's hard enough to swallow. But all of a sudden now, Rabbi Gamliel Rabinovich is saying, Kavod, honor? Last I checked, it says, Kavod es avicha vesbitecha. <laughs> right? Rabbi Gamliel told one of the parents here, he says, today, the Aserah Sadibus would be given, he says, it would say, Kabed is bincha vespitecha. And when he left, the guy thought he was joking, when he left, the guy was in group tonight, by the way, when he left the, the room, he said, Gedenk, to remember, Kabed is bincha vespitecha. It's not a joke. It's been mechabed children. You'll see it also from Mepshach. You'll see it also from many other sources. Rav Gershon Edelstein Shlita says the same thing. So we have a new thing. I mean, our parents, our grandparents never heard of such a thing. Be mechabed your children. But he's saying, this is the Iker HaTzayrech Shal Nevesh HaBachor B'dayrenu. Is Shenavan Aisu Nechabdoi. You should respect him. What could be more painful to a parent to one day come to the realization that the main reason that their child went off the derech is because of what they did to him or what they didn't do for him. Not only will they have the pain of having a child off the derech, they will also have the intense pain of knowing that it was their fault because they didn't do noven oisoy unechabdoi. Says Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein, every parent needs to know in our dar that we have children, libanim hayikarim, our precious children, have nisyoynes kashem minisay. Today in our generation is nisyoynes challenges to our children that never existed since the history of the world. Never existed. Says Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein, listen carefully, Kol av tzarech ladas. Every parent needs to know, Shebet kufa kishalanu, in a generation, in a time like ours, Sheba, yesh lebanam hayikarim, nesiyon yizkashem inasai, our children, our precious children, have tremendous challenges, too hard to carry. Binyani taiva soilam azeh, when it comes to taiva, the yitzra of hamanasam limshech haisim mekaisli besamedrish, they're under attack of things that are pulling our kids outside of the base Madrash, pulling them away from Yiddishkeit. This is the message of Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein in Aleinu L'Shabayach Tvarim Beis, Davkuf Tzadik Hei. What should you do? Haderech Hayayila B'Yoyser. The best way, L'Chasima Satayvas Halolu, to control these taivas of your child. Wow, we can control the taivas of our children. The most effective way to block children from acting out is by attaching them to us with the emotional bonds of love and affection. Again, with this love and affection. So according to Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein, you could have two Bachrim that are boys, American boys, and somebody gives them some adult material, and they have some kind of a terrible Nisayan, and one of them is going to have more strength than the other, and the difference is going to be not in them, 
But one of them has parents who have kabalim, cables of ava v'chom, of love and warmth, and the other one doesn't. I have parents who say, I don't hug my kids. I'm not the type to express love. It's not my thing. Okay, so the, the end result of this not being your thing, it's like mamish not feeding your children. This is emotional food. And this is spiritual food. you got to be able to turn yourself into, imagine I have in my pocket right here vitamin C. My kid is getting sick. I don't want to give vitamin C. In our hearts, we have to learn how to open up. Is tremendous love that Hashem gave us. And the purpose was to pour it on our children to protect them from everything bad that could happen. That's what he says. The most effective way to block children from acting out. Hmm. Imagine if you ask a hundred parents, what's the most effective way to stop your kid from acting out? Make sure they don't have bad friends. Don't let them go out at night. Um, you know, make sure... What? Hit them. Swipe patch, right? All kinds of ideas. And he says, Kabalim Shalava. Kabalim is cables, emotional bonds. Can, your mom's handcuffing your child with loving them. Love and warmth, they should be the most comfortable around you. The Chassam Seifer says, Be Yisrael Aves Yosef Mikol Banov, Ki Ben Zekunum Hulay, V'asu Like Sainis Pasim. We all know that Yaakov gave Yosef the Sainis Pasim. The Chassam Seifer asks a very simple question. Yaakov knew that by giving Yosef the Sainis Pasim, it would cause jealousy. He knew the other the brothers are going to be jealous. So why did he do that? Why did he cause this whole story? Says the Chassam Seifer. Yaakov saw that this particular kid would have tremendous challenges and that he knew, Yaakov knew, that the only way to save Yosef would be for Yosef, for this kid to know in his core that my tati loves me more than anyone in the world. And that's why he gave him this kind of passim. He needed to. It was a life-saving device. The other kids are healthy. They'll be fine with normal love. And he gave him love. But this kid needs to know, I love you more than anything in the world. And that's what gave him the strength at the time of the Nisayin, as we all know. We all know that he saw the Mustyuknai. Imagine that Yosef by the Averis saw the Mustyuknai shell Aviv. Imagine he saw this father's face and he thought to himself, he never liked me anyway. I'm a disappointment to the family. I'm not that important. He has another 11 kids. Then Yosef never would have stood a chance. He would have been lost forever. Forever. The difference was he knew my father cares about me more than anybody. Says of Shimon Russell in Indian Magazine, a child's relationship to his parents is a metaphor for his relationship to Hashem. If unconditional love was not conveyed and trust was not instilled, or, or, if it was, but it was later shattered by trauma, then his relationship with Hashem is impaired. Says Rabbi Yitzchak Shur, Rosh Hashiv of Slabatka, Im Reitzim Lashpi al Talmud, if you want to influence a child, a Talmud, and it goes for any, any a child, a Talmud, a student, you have to first drench him with buckets of love. I don't see this happening. I don't see that Rebbeim first concentrating, I have to drench each kid with buckets of love. I'm not blaming them. They can't do it. I certainly can't do it. But he's saying it's a prerequisite. Mm-hmm. But certainly parents, you're at the Shabbos table, you want to say Shtikl you want to influence a child? Drench him with buckets of love. Says Reb Shach, Oleinu mutelas achrayis hazu. Sarech lil moed mitaych ahava lehiskasher el hayiladim ba'avoyse shel ahava. Reb Shach exclaimed, it's our responsibility to teach our children with love in order to connect with the children and bind them. Bind them with love. Lehiskasher el hayiladim. You can't say, oh, I'm not the type. 
I'm not the type. I'm not a good bonder. You have no choice. You have to bond with love. Rav Shamshel Fal Hirsch says, "Hakavay chayel noisim lishiusay hamisari shalom achanech who knei hamida liritzani loser lemashmasay." The level of admiration that your child has for the way that you live your life is what determines the exact measure of how much he will be interested in following in your footsteps. Rak mashmois hanevas miregish kavod klape hametzuva. Only when a child truly feels admiration towards his parents will he continue to follow in your ways, not just when he's right in front of you, even when you're very far away from him, separated by days or countries, and even by life and death. I'll, I'll go back afterwards. Rebbe Yashif said, Ramosha Gantz asked Rebbe Maran Arav Yashif Zatzal, what is the proper path to teach children? The great Rebbe Yashif responded, Yimin Mekareves, Yimin Mekareves, Yimin Mekareves. Pull him close, pull him close, pull him close. So Ramosha Gantz asked him, well, what about the age-old concept of small daicha, being strict? You're supposed to do a little bit of Yimin, a little bit of small. You reject, you discipline, you give consequences, you, you punish and you love. What about small daicha? What do you mean only yimin mekarev? The Paisik Hadar responded, Ochen, yeah, it's true. Pam bechamishim shana, once in 50 years, timtze mokoim lahanish, you'll find a place where it's proper to punish, v'tishtamish b'small daicha, and you'll utilize this great small daicha that you're so worried about. Umiyad, right after that, tachser liyimin mekarevis. Soon as you're done, you go right back. One time in 50 years, Right? How many times do we expect our kids to live very long? We're giving them for every small daicha a very long time. Rebbe Yashif says, Yemin Mekarev is not a shita. It's not a lifestyle. Once in a blue moon, you have to punish whatever for some reason. There are parents that their whole relationship with their children is just is small daicha, small daicha, small daicha. Don't go here. Don't go there. You can't do this. You can't do that. Because otherwise they're going to walk all over you. He says, only in Mimikareves. When you give always in Mimikareves, then once in a blue moon, you can do a small daicha also. Says Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich in Sefer Tivatayru, As far as what does it say in the earlier generations that the Messaira, Eswa they used to say that the way they give over the Amuna, the faith to the children, is with hitting, with a stick. Says Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich, Dvarim Elu Loi Aldeirenu Nemru. This is not said for our generation. Period. It doesn't work on our dar. The Metzius, the reality, reveals the complete opposite. Only by giving the child love and respect. Will you be successful and be mechanic children today? Mara Neshiva of Panavish of Geshen Edelstein says, We have spoken many times in Pasichas regarding the importance of showing children that they are valued and appreciated. A child who feels that he is not appreciated can easily break and might not be successful. This can lead him to Chas Shalom, leave the path of Taira, due to his pain from not being valued. If this happens to a child who is righteous and has good midas, maybe he will not necessarily go off the derech, but it will still make him have less of a drive to learn Torah and succeed. Says Rav Gershon Weiter, I know of a boy who was pressured by his parents to succeed in school beyond his abilities. When he did not do so, they criticized him constantly. 
He therefore felt that he was worthless and lost his interest in learning. He still maintained a certain level of Yerushalayim, but he was no longer interested in trying to learn. However, that's a boy with Yerushalayim, broken. But yeah, he stayed on the derek, but he was broken. However, says Reb Gershon, a boy with less Yerushalayim might have went off the derek from this type of upbringing. Many children who have gone off the derek are from fine homes of Talmud Chachamim and Bnei Teira. However, the parents did not understand how to raise their child and did not show him that he was loved and appreciated. We now have a new word. I appreciate you. And this has caused them to leave Tari Mitzvah's Rachman al-Litzlan. Says Rav Gershon Weiter, even if he is not pressured, but he feels that he is unappreciated and unloved by his parents, he might leave the house. A parent has to realize that even though he loves his child and is acting harshly towards him because he wants him to behave properly, it might still be a mistake. This is because the child himself does not understand how this harsh parenting is a sign of caring. You're doing it because you love him. I, I think a lot of times you're doing it because you're out of control, because you're angry, because you're upset, because you're frustrated, blah, blah, blah. But he's saying, even if you did it, Taka, because you love him. The kid doesn't look at it that way. The kid doesn't say, wow, thank you, Tati, for punishing me. I feel so much love. They don't get that. People who educate their children with a heavy hand are playing with fire, says Reb Gershon. In the past, people were different. The streets had more Yerushalayim. Even if a child was unhappy at home and he left, he would not stray far from the path and would eventually come home with minimal damage. However, nowadays, if a person causes his child to leave home and hang out in the streets, he transgresses, he is over the lav, do not put a stumbling block in front of a blind man. You're pushing them into the street and they get sucked in. What pushes them out? The feeling, like Rabbi Gershon is saying, that I'm not appreciated here. I'm not the apple of your eye. Al-Hanar has a layas balalti. Says Rib Shach. One time, some Mayudika story written down in Lulay Sarascha, a story of Rib Shach. One time there was a boy who had parents who treated him with a strict attitude, and they claimed this is their proper way of educating children. They have a shita. This is the way that we do it. We deal with our children harsh. Allah itam el marin zatzal and They came to Rav Shach and he told them as follows. Listen to this; it's unbelievable. The Torah Hakdasha placed and imposed on parents the dual role of being both parents and educators. You have two jobs. The Torah says you have a tafkid kafel, hirim and mechanchem, small daicha v'yimin mekareves. You have a job of being mechanech and saying, don't do that, and you can't walk around like that, you shouldn't do this. You know, teaching them right from wrong and punishing them the consequences. And then you have the human makarv, I love you, you're so wonderful. You know, positive, you're positive and negative. In fulfilling both of these roles, parents use their left hand to reject the child, to do negative stuff, while using the right hand, human makarv, to attract them, build them up, positive compliments, with the main focus attributed specifically to the right hand. Correct? Ah, let's review what Reb Shach said. The Torah gave you two roles. One of them is to educate. Oh, you're an educator. Learn with him and criticize him and teach him right from wrong. Point out when he's wrong. Punish, teach consequences, discipline. And two, to love your child. Build him up, compliment him, smile, hug, boost his self-esteem, have fun with him. That's what Rav Shach is saying. The Torah puts on all parents a double job. Kuffle, right? Guess what? Says Rav Shach, no, that's wrong. 
Kolze this idea that you have two jobs to do was only in the olden days before Rabbi Shua ben Gamla, over 2,000 years ago. Some of us must have missed the memo. Why? What happened? What did Rabbi Shua ben Gamla do? Says Rabbi Shach, no, Rabbi Shua ben Gamla, he created a school system. He created the concept that you are not in charge of chinuch of your child anymore. You're paying someone to do that. When you pay tuition to the Rebbe, they are your shlichim, they are your messengers, they're doing your tafkid of chinuch. It's not like when they come home that now you're starting to do chinuch. Shabbos, when they're with you at the Shabbos table, I am starting. They already did 40, 50 hours of chinuch that week that is being instilled into your children by the people that you're paying tuition to who are created a school system. You're forgetting, once upon a time there was no school system. I was traveling, I was in... Uh, Venice or something like that, and I needed food. That's when we all become Lubavitchers. I found out there's Lubavitcher over there, and you can get some kosher food. I had food, uh, some hot chicken. This is 30 years ago. And I went over there to the guy, and he was sitting. His kids, like many Lubavitchers, this is before the internet. Now they have schools together, Skype or whatever it's called. In the olden days, they went somewhere, and the father was the Rebbe. I walked into his cheder class. He had three different kids, three different ages. They were learning Chumash. He was in charge of the chinuch of his children to teach them Torah, period. If not for the father teaching them Torah, they're total goyim. All the Torah and halacha and everything about Yiddishkeit came from the parents. And also, you have to give them love and you have to give them fun and you have to take care of them physically and emotionally and give them food and give them hugs. Different types of providing. But now, that's what the school system is, says Rav Shach. All of that calls a hoyabizmanim ovru that was in the olden days before Rabbi Shua ben Gamla 2,000 years ago. But since then, the parents, it's split. These two tafkidim, these two things that you're in charge of, now they split. The parents give up their role as teacher and they appoint a Rebbe to teach their child. Echad bilvad. Now parents remain with just one role to fulfill. Only this is your role. Says Rib Shach, you have one job. Laharif Ahav al To shower your children with love. The chinach part is in the yeshiva. Believe me, if 50 hours in yeshiva is not going to work, that extra screaming and yelling at him, you got to dive in, that's not going to help. It's the chinuch system. We have a beautiful chinuch system. When it works, it's kavaldic. And it works on, on most healthy kids. And your job, you have one job. Make him strong. The stronger he is, the more loved he is, the more he feels my parents, he's stronger. Then he can go and learn more. That senior, that pipeline that we spoke about in the beginning from Mishlein Mabalba is much wider. The kid walks in happy. Life at home is happy. He's licking his lollipop that he got from his pappy and from his mommy, right? That kid is a keli to learn. And that kid is strong enough that when he has nesiyanis, which are so hard, as we spoke before, from Yitzhak Zilberstein, he has the ability to, to withstand them and to get out of them. Sure, they fall. A lot of kids fall and they watch stuff they shouldn't have and the kid gives them this and that, but they can be the ones to pick themselves up. Sheva Yipal Tzadik Vikam, if they have power, powers from internal power that comes from love from your parents. At this point, Rabshach turned to these parents 
who thought, oh, I have a shita. You know, we don't do this. We're, we're not American. You know, it's too easy. We have to give our kids tough. But this is very scary. Rabshach turned to them, Vahira. Hira means he instructed them. At home, you must treat him with the maximum amount of love. Buy him and provide him with whatever you can. Give him all of his needs. Prepare all of his needs for him. Make sure you give him the food that he needs. The yeshiva's job is taking care of educating him. The home must radiate warmth. What is radiating warmth? It's a whole new level. You walk into some homes and there's tension, for whatever reason, and there's plenty of good reasons, but there's tension. And there are other homes that the music is playing, the Jewish music is playing, and everybody's happy, and everybody's getting what they want, and everyone's giving in, and the parents are giving in to the kids, and the kids are giving in to each other, and, and it's just a radiate warmth. You know what? When you open up those books about Shabbos, and you look at those pictures of that Shabbos table, right? It's radiating warmth. I never saw a Shabbos table like that, by the way. You know, everybody's there, and all the kids are sitting and singing, Shalem Aleichem. It's like, what planet are you from? That's not regular life. But the home has to radiate warmth in spite of the fact that not everybody's going to be doing, you know, 100% what they're supposed to do, like in the picture book. Says Rav Shach, If not, If you're not going to have a home full of love and taking care of him, he wasn't worried about him being spoiled. He said, Get him everything you can. And if, because if the house is not going to be a place that's warmth, he's going to go find another place that gives him the warmth and acceptance. And this, is, this is probably the earliest, one of the earliest times we see that these kids need acceptance. We see from a gadol, from the Friedrich generation, if you don't give him warmth and acceptance, he's at risk. Yeah, he's a kid at risk of seeking out warmth and acceptance Somewhere else, he will find someone who's going to like him. Said Rabbi Shlomo Arbach, this is a fascinating story. A father who was being very tough on his son went to Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach to complain about him and ask him for advice. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman tried to calm him down and convince the father to lighten up on his son, but the father refused to hear of it. I love tough fathers. They always do it in the name of Tyre, in the name of Hashem. They're just tough. The father refused to hear of it. After realizing the situation, the Rav wrote down the following words on a piece of paper and he handed it to him. Potur milachanchai. You are not required to parent him. And he gave it to the father. Potur milachanchai. Instead of calming down, the father kept arguing with the Rav. And he wouldn't accept his words. So Shlaim Zalman motioned to him, give me back the paper. The father assumed that the Rav changed his mind. He's going to cross it out. However, Shlaim Zalman crossed out what he wrote and he replaced it with... Asr forbidden for you to parent this child. Chinuch is not fighting, arguing, criticizing, negativity. Never was, never was supposed to be. Says her Bavram Shur in Alekach Valibov Amud Reish Chaf Gimel. Iker Hanakudahu, the main point, Shiagishu Habonim Esoahava Hagdoila, Shiyesh Lahirim Umechanchim Livneim. The children need to feel tremendous amount of love that parents and Rabbeim have for them. The children should feel, and you need to feel it also, but they should feel that you are prepared to give up everything you have for them. 
If that feeling is instilled successfully into the child, that will bind him to you. Again, we hear that kesher will bind him to you. doesn't mean when he's in front of you he's going to behave because he's scared. No. When you don't see him and he's in yeshiva and he's far away, he will be bound to you and he will do whatever you ask him to do. Shlomo Valba said, Master Educator, In our times, we have to educate using a sweet rod and not a hitting rod. There's something in the air. There's an atmosphere of rebelliousness today that causes us not to be able to hit even a small child. He says, you could see it clearly. There was a time that you hit the child, even a grown child. He would cry, but then he would give in to you. He would be machnia. But today, when you hit a child, even a young little kid, he hits you back. That's what Shlaim Abba said. The world changed. And therefore, you may never hit your child under any circumstance, because it doesn't work. Shmuel Kamenetsky said that there's nothing that a patch can achieve that a hug can't achieve. You can't accomplish anything more with negativity, with a patch, with yelling, with punishing, than a hug. And he told this guy who was over here on the, who testified that when your child does something wrong, you give him a hug, say, I love you. When he does something even worse, you give him another hug, say, I love you. He said, but what do you mean? He, he's going crazy. He said, what? From Shmuel Kamenetsky. Right? When a child is baked in this atmosphere, most of the things that other people are worrying about, this kid's not even going to do because he's not a rebel. And the Siva Shalom says in the Siva Chinuch, It's especially evil to hit a children out of anger. When you get angry, it's equal to serving idols. When a person is angry, all types of hell rule over him. And a person is angry, his holy neshama leaves him. How could you possibly hope from this evil kas, from this anger, that you could ever achieve proper chinuch for Hashem in our holy Torah? person who's in the grips of anger, he's imagine the middle of serving idols, and he starts doing chenach on his children. Being angry is like serving idols. Now you can't do chenach for your children. It'll never work. Says the Nesiv Shalom, Api Derech According to the Derech bar it's clear. She'im muchrachum ipam lahanish If it's possible that you're forced to, ipam, it happens to come out that you need to hit. Even if it would be, right? Rav Shlom of always said, never. Siva Shalom says, he, he was nifter 17 years ago, I'm sure he would change his tune because the world has changed even more since then. But listen, what he says, even if you have to, Taka comes out that the child needs a hit, once in a blue moon, you need to have Yishuv Das Godol, tremendous relaxation, and make sure no kas, no anger. No anger. Yeah, I want to see the I want to see that father, that mother, smacking that kid without any kas and chema. Beyishuv das gadol. You can't. Everybody knows the hitting and the screaming and the punishing and the yelling. Ninety-nine percent of it is done when you're full of anger. No yishuv das. Rabbi Rampam said the roisham of the kas is mavatal the roisham of techacha. The effects of anger counteracts the effects of the techacha, the admonition. You're trying to give your kid techacha in order that he should improve his way, but the anger knocks out any chance for him to possibly accept your techacha, your musa.
The behavior may have stopped for the moment, but administering of chinuch is lost in the echoes of anger. Ramayshe Sternbach, the Raivet of Yisraelim, says, parents who deal with their children using power and control without frequent expressions of love inflict terrible disaster and destroy the souls of their children. The child developing a speech impediment and lack of self-confidence and esteem are just two of the many distress signals resulting from this form of behavior. Chazanish said, Chazanish said you have to give Bachurim kavod, respect, honor, and harocha, appreciation. Chosh of a guy, I look up to you. Not just love and warmth, this is even more. Deep respect. Remichel Yehuda Lefkovich, Zatzal said, Chazanish said you have to give everyone a spoonful of respect. In today's day, I say, a spoonful is not enough. We need to dish out buckets of respect. See, the G'daylim, this is G'daylim in Panavish, right? You would think that, you know, what do they know about a regular kid? They had the special kids, the top boys. They understood that our kids need COVID from us. Says the Yitzhak Zilberstein, we have two ways of calling Chaydish Av. The month of Av is called Mishinichnas Av Mamata Mesimcha, and it's also called Menachem Av. So listen to what he says. A child must be treated with full respect and the atmosphere in the home should be such that he feels good in his parents' company. The children should look upon their father, their parent, as a manachim of, a father who comforts rather than mishinichnas av, that when Tati comes home from work, Tati walks in, mimatan besimcha, that the good mood is over. <laughs> Shimon Russell says, with the, almost all children in this generation, and certainly with all defying children, punishments, which means using your power to control your child, rarely teaches the child the thing that you wanted them to learn. So many parents are so busy, I got to, I got to, I got to. They never look back and say, hey, did it work? Instead of becoming better, says Rip Shimon Russell, your child will walk away from the intervention angry and convinced that you don't like him. That's why after he gets punished in school, he comes home saying, my teacher hates me, or I hate my teacher, instead of saying, today I learned a valuable lesson. Shamshan Rafal Hirsch says, if you demand that your child does something with anger and rigidness, it's true that this method may impose a fear and anxiety over the child right now, and you may achieve that he will comply with your demand immediately. This is where so many parents say, whoa, it worked. I have power and control. I am the parent. This was great. He listened to me, says Shamshan Rafal Hirsch. However, utilizing this kind of behavior on your children will weaken the feelings of admiration that they have towards you which is the determining factor of their desire to follow in your ways in the future. Right now, Tuesday night, 10.30, the kid does something wrong. It's not about, did I get him to be machnia? Did I punish him? Did I scream at him? Did I yell at him? Did I get him to conform? Did I get him to behave? Because if you're going to lose 10 years from now, much bigger things, there are much bigger wars that are going to happen. If you utilize this behavior, yeah, you can control a little kid till they get older, but at what expense? One of the key secrets, fundamental principles of education for our day is don't damage your kid. Meaning, 
There are situations that the best move for the parents to do is nothing, not to react to the situation, in order not to damage the child's emotions. It's like permanent damage happens to these kids. And we give them permanent damage over a temporary situation. Let it go. Many times, if you feel that the only way to do chinuch, I'm going to destroy long-term damage, be makalkel the nefesh of a yelled, especially if you have a sensitive kid. You know when you yell at a kid, you could have five different kids, and you give the same yelling, one of them turns red much more. One of them is turned off from life. One of them is more depressed after it because they're more sensitive. So you can't afford to give him to damage the nefesh of that yelled. Says Rebel Yashiv Zatzah, trumps Sorry to sound political, but it trumps the pasuk of Chaisach Shiftei Sayne Benai. People say, but it says, it says Chaisach Shiftei Sayne Benai. You hate your child if you don't hit him, says Rabbi Yashiv. Yes, it's true it says that, but the underlying factor is Chinuch has to work. That's why there's no Hilchas Chinuch. Because it changes. Your job is to get the job done. And sometimes, in certain generations, it was with a smack. It worked very well. Great. But in this generation, it poisons, it destroys. So you have to change it. That's why there's no hilchas, no mishnah brewer, there's no hilchas chenoch. It changes in every generation. It's, it's, it's the results that count. You have to be focused on 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And the connection is the most important thing, Rabbi Asher said. Chanoich lena al pidarkoi is much more important than the actual practical tools. Chenoch has to work. There is no mitzvah to stam do chenoch for the sake of doing chenoch. I have to put my foot down. It doesn't exist. You have to be successful to effectively make the child better. You can't use tools of control, consequences, rejection. Be meicha, protest, utilize small daicha if it causes the opposite of the desired result and turns the child off. I wish I could make a huge, giant poster of this. One of my favorite top thousand Nesiva Shalom's. Nesiva Shalom says, Nesiva Chinuch. Real chinuch is not to pressure the child to do the right thing, but to bring the child that he should want to do it. You don't want your child to behave. You want your child to want to behave. If you motivate the child to want to be a good boy, then you just saved a thousand different fights about, oh, you're davening, whatever. I was once in a shul, and it's so painful for me, I saw this father come in, and he saw this kid, and the kid was not interested in davening. A kid, not an adult. It's a little kid. He's not supposed to be interested in davening. No, no, uh, uh, no, no, uh, uh. He was burning the chance of this kid to ever be a healthy, normal, from adult. You don't want your kid to daven now. You want to bring them that they should want to daven. And if now he's immature, now he's not interested, you got to worry about him five years from now. Your job is that when the kid is 20 years old, they should like davening. And it doesn't come from any of this negativity. And Chaim Kanievsky said that a lot of times the parents are tzaddikim. And therefore they want their kids to love Hashem and love Taira, And they pressure their kids for learning and davening before the kid's ready for it. Not doesn't have to be crazy, but the kid's not ready for it. He's seven, he's nine, he's twelve. He's not holding by that level. And the pressure to get the kid to do something he's not ready for, says Rebchaim Kanievsky, breaks them, puts a bad taste in the kid's mouth and turns them off. He said it comes from, because you want the kid to be a tzaddik, but you have to be smart. You have to have a long-term plan. Real chinuch is not about now. It's lahavi oisai. Get him to want to do it. If you can get him to want to do it now, Great. But if you can't, get him to want to do it tomorrow. Get him to want to do it in a year from now. And never, ever stop doing things that will bring them to want to be good.
And this is all regular chinuch for regular kids. Alachas kama v'kama, sick kids, chayli nefesh, kids in crisis. This is Avi Fischoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.